The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome to Hope Reigns. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with my friend, Mr. Mike Fiella. And Mike, what an amazing week it's been. We want to welcome listeners around the country as Eight Days of Hope has been serving in western New York with a one-off project, something really unique called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo 2021. And as you and I Mm -hmm. hang out with a third person we'll introduce in a minute, here we are on the eighth day of serving in the inner city of Buffalo, Mike. Uh, amazing. Dozens and dozens and dozens of churches and businesses, uh, up to 1,300 people from 31 states. Sure. Be in the hands and feet of Jesus. My voice is about gone, but I'll tell you what, man, my heart is full, Mike. I can see. The minute you uh, come close to that microphone and say good morning, there's just a, a glow and a grin from ear to ear, and rightfully so, because this has been an amazing, an amazing week here. You know, when you always hear the expression, can it get any better than this? Well, It did. (laughs) In Buffalo, New York, as you said, with 31 states represented and folks just being ministered to. You know, Steve, I was thinking as I went to the job sites about what's happened in this past year and people are, you know, Mm -hmm. disjointed or divided. This is such an example of what Jesus intended and intends for communities to do come together under the banner of the Lord Jesus and watch people. There was no, there wasn't like my denomination does it this way or my culture does it this way. Mm. There was Jesus does it this way and we're arm in arm. And it was just a great, it is a great experience. You know, we're on day number eight, Mike. We know that the volunteers have just left uh, our our headquarters at All High Stadium uh, mm. at Bennett High School in, in the northern part of Buffalo. Uh, Mike, and people today are listening around the country and they're like, well, who's eight days of hope? And, 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 and you know what 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 do you guys do we we really travel the country and we help families restart their lives we try to bring a glimpse of hope a glimpse of jesus to someone who just suffered a disaster a natural disaster that maybe a flood or a tornado or a hurricane and mike over the last 16 years i mean it's been 16, 16. years now 2005 oh, wow. 8 days of hope has led 40 3,000 volunteers almost. I think that's the number that we're going to land at very close to at the end of today over the last 15 years. And we've helped 7,000 families with their homes, either rebuilding it by, you know, putting a roof on or new kitchen cabinets or tarping it uh, and doing chainsaw work the day after a natural disaster. So it's been an amazing ride Mm -hmm. for those of us who are part of this ministry. And I'm humbled that God allows you and I mm-hmm. and others to, to see him move day after day. And the amazing thing, there's only, is it five staff members? Oh yeah, we're a whopping <laughs> five now, right? So thankfully we have 180 volunteer leaders around sure. the country and many of them have been in Buffalo the last eight days. And so today we're going to share some God-sized stories from the mission field. Mike and I will be sharing uh, some things that have happened this past week. We'll be talking about some things that are going to happen in August in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, yes, yes, and yes. then down the road. Uh, with the other arm of the ministry. So, Mike, as you know, we respond to natural disasters, but we also respond to human disasters. We Mm -hmm. build facilities for those who are ministering um, young ladies, for the most part, who've been rescued Rescued. from sex trafficking. Yes. 
And we've done how many houses up at this point? I know the numbers, but I, I yeah. love when you just you, you have all yeah. these numbers done. I love my numbers. Yeah. yeah. So six six ministries, six times we've partnered with somebody around the country. You know, think of Elijah Rising in Houston. Okay. You know, we we not only renovated two facilities, two homes for those. Uh, and they actually go out and rescue. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they go out and rescue They're young ladies in Texas. Right. And, and they give them a safe place to sleep. But, you know, we, we helped them a couple times. The refuge down in Austin, Texas. We've been in northeast Mississippi, Indianapolis, Buffalo. And we plan on going to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, either in September or October. Because mm. there's a challenge right now with building materials, Mike. Oh, my. You know that, right? And it's a dollar amount challenge. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not that you can't get it. It's just it's it's, it's, it's crazy price. Well, prices has gone through the roof. But there are some products, PVC, any type of anything made with plastic okay. and glass. Mm. And so windows, every window manufacturer, and I used to lead one, so I do know a little you know. bit something about windows. Sure. They normally ship in one and two and three weeks. They're like shipping 8, 12, 16, 20 weeks. And there's no options. Wow. So we're going to do a safe house in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're going to try to nail down the date here in the next 30 days. And then we have another one right around the corner in the northeast in, in Pennsylvania. Hmm. And that city would be? <laughs> Philadelphia. Yep, that's going to be the next All one. All right. Yeah, so we're excited. So Looking natural disasters, that. human disasters this week in Buffalo, New York. And Mike, normally the first segment is just you and I because, mm-hmm. you know, we just kind of want to hang out and then we bring our guest in after that. Yeah. But today we decided to pivot, pivot. once again. I'm going to get rid of that word because I am tired of that word. Well, pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> but we have been pivoting. But we've been doing it so much this year that uh, it almost would be a miss if we didn't have that. So let, let, let's, for the listeners out there, send in a different word. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Pivot. Yeah, so tell give us. us a, email us or text us a different word. Yeah, so um, our director of operations happens to be in Buffalo, and we have her live in studio. Good morning, Chandler Gurley. Good morning, guys. Oh, Thanks for having you. me. This oh, is my first time in the studio. I didn't know that. This is amazing. She walked in. She's like, wow. And I'm like, wow, what? Because, Mike, you and I have been here for, what, three years? It is a pretty cool place here. Yes, because normally when you call, I'm walking outside of our headquarters, and I just pace up and down the concrete right in front of the door, and that's when I do our interviews. You know, there's, there is a glow in the studio right now. I, I'm, I'm used to hearing <laughs> the voice. You know, Absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> and, and let the listeners know, I mean, to, you know, well, anytime you do any type of mission work, there's going to be challenges. And this morning, before we even came into the studios, there's the three of us in our car praying, right? <laughs> yeah, Lord, absolutely. help us as we, you know, try to finish strong and overcome some of these hurdles. But Chandler, having, around, having you around, you're always smiling always smiling. I can say, Chandler, we've got a challenge. He's like, okay, well, God's going to open up some doors, and, and you know, I'm really excited. Let's pray together. And, and I'm like, okay, Chandler. Uh, but yeah, it's so good to have you here in Buffalo. Has everyone understood you when you talked this week? No. Are you serious? I'm serious. So do you have to like repeat it? I have to repeat it, and I have to think. Because usually, you know, you've lived in the South, and Mike hasn't had the privilege of living in the South <laughs> the yet. The privilege. The privilege. But, yeah. you know, you... You don't really understand your accent until you're around people that don't understand your accent. And so you have to, I said something the other day to Steve's wife, Charmaine, and I said something about going to pick up coffee or something. She said, what did you say? And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to pick up coffee. That's how, and I had to think, oh my goodness, I didn't say going, I'm going to pick up coffee. Like really, you know, you know, you just think about your accent more, but Mm -hmm. the majority of people love it. Well, <laughs> they do. They they do. You know, it's Mike, 30 volunteers from 31 states. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot Dang. of different accents. 
A uh, lot. Oh my! And you can, uh, you know, from uh, where's the coffee? And what's that? <laughs> Are you coughing? You need some. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And, and we have a lot of fun and banter. Yeah, we mm-hmm. do. Thank you for joining us on Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. The number eight means new beginnings. We travel the country, help those um, in need with a new beginning. And uh, the seven thousand homes or families we've served after natural disasters, the safe houses we we have worked with other ministries to build across the country but this week we've been in buffalo new york and we partnered mike you know you're a pat you're an ex-pastor i guess you're always a pastor you're always once you yeah yeah once you you know just well there's there's something that god puts in your your system that you know you're not employed as a pastor okay but uh you're you're pastoring you're loving on people and well mike if you would have thought five years ago because we didn't know we were going to do this type of an event we're serving in the inner city but if if you had been told by somebody that 60 churches within a 60 mile radius we're going to come together to work on one project all for the glory of god set aside your differences what would you think the probability of that would be um it would be the probability of me going to the niagara river and saying separate like (laughs) like the like the like like, you know like the red sea but no um that's the exciting part about this you just when you think that how can this really happen that's where God shows up. Mm. He puts the idea in your heart. He puts the idea in leadership. And what do you do? You, you by faith, you say, I'm going gonna, I'm yeah. gonna to stretch out and do this. I don't have the finances. I don't know where the people are going to come from. But I know I need to do this. And then yeah. that's where, yeah. So but it's exciting. Yeah. 60 churches. Yeah. So in the local businesses. But but Chandler, and, I mean, let's not be blind. There's a pandemic going on right now. And 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 so we, we know we have to do things a little bit differently. And we know that there's a chance in five minutes we get a phone call and someone's not feeling well. Uh, what, what made this trip unique, um, Chandler, and we've done, what, almost 60 disaster relief efforts around the country, is everything we've done this trip has been outdoors. Um, what comes to your mind when you think about our first ever total outdoor trip? You used the word pivot earlier. So yeah. we are looking for a new word. But, I mean... Why should we let something stop us? You know, I think that's my first thought is how can we continue the mission and the vision that Christ has given us for Buffalo? We've seen that the churches have come on board, that the local businesses are so supportive. Mm -hmm. So how can we keep our volunteers safe? The families, most importantly, safe and continue. There's still a need, regardless if there's a pandemic or not a pandemic. People need help with their homes but most importantly especially now i think you said it earlier mike that you know going through covid people are isolated you know people need people i think that's the most important thing that i've seen this week is people need people People need people to show up and say, I've come from Mississippi or Louisiana or Ohio or Texas, and I just came for you. Mm. You know, I came for you just to know that it might be painting your roof or, or painting your porch. or Yeah, painting yeah. your roof. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it is day eight. It, it is, is day it eight. Is, um, right. You know, a simple task is pulling weeds, but all of our volunteers has been so special. I know we'll get into this later, the volunteering, but they are just coming to show up for people, not to show up for the work, but for people. There's always an impact. Uh, anyway, we've known through Eight Days of Hope when you go and step on somebody's grounds and they're so thankful that you're there, but even more so to your point that it's at 
you don't want to say we're at the end, but we're still going through the pandemic, and people have been just locked into their houses, uh, especially up in Western New York. Now the, the sun is shining, and it's and it's people are known to get out more in the summer, and it's just a, a, almost an explosion of joy and happiness mm-hmm. and release and freedom. But yet they're getting the word work done on their house, and they're getting the word put in, in into their lives by the volunteers that are sharing Christ with them. So now, it's, it's special. I, you know, I, I get the opportunity to go to a lot of the projects, and I try to do that in the afternoon, and just to try to encourage some of the volunteers. I mean, a lot of the volunteers are doing things they normally don't do. I mean, you know, we've partnered with a lot of contractors locally, and this is what's great about Eight Days of Hope. Maybe today you're in Georgia and you lead a painting company or a roofing company. Uh, You're in, uh, I don't know, Kansas, and you're a plumber. Uh, Please sign up to get our email alerts. We travel the country. We'll invite you every time we go anywhere. It's free. We provide the food and lodging. You just have to show up, have a willing heart. Let's just see what God does. And Mm -hmm. so go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com, and just submit your email address. We would love to send you a personal invitation to come and serve those in need. Um, You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope today. We are um, in studio in western New York, even though you might be in Iowa. Thanks for listening. Hanging out with Mike Fiel and Chandler Gurley, our Director of Operations. My name is Steve Tiber. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, A couple more minutes before we go to break. I think back at the week, and there's always like a bunch of stories. There's three or four stories. And I think one of the ones that I really like is when uh, you see people uh, who maybe in their mind don't have the skill set of a roofer or a carpenter, and they come and they say yes, and they show up not knowing what they're going to do, and an hour later, they're making like 900 sandwiches, or they're folding T-shirts, or they're cleaning the facilities, or they're delivering materials, or they're at a local big box store with our credit card ready to make a purchase for our volunteers who show up. Flexibility is the key, Mike. That's it. That's it. You know, thinking about, uh, we always think, well, am I skilled enough, or Mm. can I do this? A personal thing in, in the morning, stopping, I, guys, bear with me on this, stopping in the men's room, this guy has been there every single oh, morning know. with a smile on his face, and yes. I walk in and say, I don't want to, he's, he's, do, he's just happy, and he's doing, he's mopping the floor, and he's cleaning things every single day, just a kind of a meek, mild, quiet guy, yeah. he says, I said, thank you. He says, oh, no, that's, that's fine. That's, that's what I do. And think about that, Chandler. <laughs> you know, we're out, you know, and, and, and as leaders, you know, your hours tend to be a little bit longer than the volunteer. And that's okay, right? Because we're, we're leading. And then, you know, you get in at 5 or 5.30 in the morning or you're there at 9.30 night locking up. And there's somebody on their hands and knees cleaning a toilet. Mm. Mm. It's inspiring. I mean, that's what I got to the privilege of addressing the volunteers the other morning. And, and I meant what I said when you inspire me and you encourage me to sure. look more like Christ. Mm-hmm. Because that is, when you are in the leadership, your your job, your day looks completely different than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you're running around or you're, you're there early or there late. And so you're really not hands-on. You know, right. you're not hands-on with... Um, a lot of the the homeowners or the actual grunt work, the work. Mm. And so when we get to sit back and watch who God brought to do his work, 
it's unreal. It, mm-hmm. It's the greatest joy that I've experienced doing working for Eight Days of Hope for three and a half years is getting to see the volunteers and how they serve. Because without them, we can have a great leadership team. <laughs> can we can all, have all the plans together. Right. But if they don't show up, it doesn't matter. That's right. Amen. Absolutely. And we're going to take a break. Thank you, Chandler. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to share some stories of where God just moved this week. You know, I think of uh, the lady that um, is legally blind and she asked for help. She wasn't chosen. We had a process we'll talk about in a minute, but she decided to come and volunteer with us anyways and uh, some amazing stories there. Uh, But yeah, we're going to share some stories of what happened this past week. So if you are driving down the road today and you're hanging out in Louisiana or Texas, thank you for joining us. Uh, But we want to encourage you with a couple stories from the mission field. You want to hang out with us? Man, I hope you do. My name is Steve Tiber. Welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com. P-R-O-V-I-A dot com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At Eight Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today. Yes, it is. It is a good morning. We love, love, love. That's like one of our anthem songs, Mike and Chandler Mandisa. It's a good morning. We do every every morning. This morning, we started 655 with that song blaring. Uh, Not not where the neighbors are going to get mad, but that's a fun song. I know it doesn't get old for me, Chandler. It just doesn't. It doesn't. You know, watching people move around. Now, I'll tell you, Mike, this morning, Mm -hmm. some of us who are getting a little bit wiser in our years, in other words, we're getting old, Mike. In other uh, words, the way we were moving. 
moving was <laughs> yeah. a little different. Yeah. Modified. There was nothing Pentecostal about it, man. We were barely like shaking from side to side. Uh, I think if someone had pushed me, I just would have fell over, just kind of like like a tree and fall. Yeah. But hey, welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. So thankful for our national partners like Grace Church in Southeast Houston. Thank you, Pastor Garrett Booth and our friends down in Houston. They have been amazing. We met them after Hurricane Harvey. Some great memories serving out of Grace Church. Yeah. Thank you to them. And then Hands of Hope. Uh, it's a ministry, a Hand of Hope, a ministry of Joyce Myers Ministries. They uh, they support us whenever God opens up a door for us to serve families in need. And that's so important, Mike. Yeah. I mean, you sit on the board of Eight Days Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all about ministry, but there's a financial side to ministry as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't get things done without the money coming in. But then when you're it's it's a balance. It's a mix of you know the the finances. We always say what what what's one of the biggest things we do? We pray, mm-hmm. amen, and we make sure that uh, you know the, there's a ministry element. It's all one big what do I say? A big ball of wax, but it's melted it's together. The body, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. We've we've talked about it all week, and mm-hmm. God specifically gives His children gifts and mm-hmm. and we Stephen Coleman brought the message this morning and he talked about the all the different members of the body but it's of one spirit of, right. of one gospel mm-hmm. of one hope and God prepares people to give he mm-hmm. prepares people to send he prepares people to speak and to lead and um, we need all of them sure to to Absolutely. Yeah, to, well to, to make to make it work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Ephesians. Right. It's the body of Christ. Different mm-hmm. parts coming together, and you know, it's it's been fun to see uh, to see that work this week. Let's talk a little bit about some of the stories be- that that happened this week. Let's talk about the community project. So, even though we try to help out individual families, you can't help out everybody, and it it really breaks my heart when someone comes to your headquarters saying, "Hey, I need a new roof," or you know, or you on a, a rebuild trip. You know, my my house flooded during a hurricane. I know you're helping out 300 families, but why are you not helping me? And that's a tough, tough, tough because you can't help everybody. Right, it's a tough can't. conversation. You, you try, but um, but this week, um, it to me, I, you know, I think about the community project where we try to help out the community, mm-hmm. and it impacts families, their kids, their grandkids, their future generations, and the Manhattan Park project. Chandler, maybe talk a little bit about what we did there. Yes, so the Manhattan Park is looks amazing. So if you live here in Buffalo, please drive by there. It looks incredible. So there's a concession stand, there's bathrooms, there's a beautiful new fence painted black. Looks so sharp and clean. Um, and new bleachers so Mm -hmm. they actually start we found out i found this out yesterday i don't know if anyone else um knew this before but their their cheerleaders and their um football teams they start practicing this next week and their first game is next saturday a week ago a week from today so i didn't know that coming in i'm not sure if we knew that before this event started and so we get to present a brand new facility to these children that get to to enjoy sports and enjoy cheering and and the kids that get to go swing on the swings there's new mulch and it's beautiful it's stunning it is so they had a block house that's what they call it and it's probably 24 by 24 maybe 30 by 30 inside is bathrooms and where the the football players Mm -hmm. and cheerleaders and people in the community can get changed use the restrooms they were like 40 years old Mm -hmm. i mean it's a and i'm not knocking anyone that you know uh, 
you know, whoever managed that facility, but it's probably a restroom that most people don't want to use unless it's an emergency. <laughs> you know, it's one of those where like, mm, I'll find another place. That's right. Um, it looks unbelievable. The volunteers gutted out that blockhouse. Mm-hmm. They sure. put it in, you know, they painted it. They put in brand new lights. Uh, we worked with the city of Buffalo, and they were amazing to work with as well. A new plumbing, toilets, sinks, uh, partitions were donated mm-hmm. by J and R Specialties up here in upstate New York, and it looks it is going to be ready for next weekend. And you know, they were hoping, Mike, for one set of bleachers. The Buffalo Bills Foundation. Okay. Uh, wanted to come alongside Eight Days of Hope. I love that. Yes. And we were able to supply three, three. sets of bleachers. I heard that. That's I mean, exciting. oh my gosh. You yeah. should have seen their faces when they heard they were getting not one, but three. But they three. were excited about getting one, <laughs> but then they got three. And, and they're handicap accessible too, as well, for those with disabilities. So, so thankful. Um, and then what about the concession stand? Brand new grill. They're going to, it's is spotless our volunteers just cleaned and cleaned and cleaned for days mm. um and they're just gonna feel pride you sure. know when they go Absolutely. in there they're not gonna dread it they're gonna right. enjoy cooking for the kids and the families and and the kids are gonna have a sense of pride of this is ours you know this is where i get sure. to play football this is where i get to cheer on the sidelines and and the people that serve in the concession stand they're gonna be happy sure you know, and that means so much. And, and I believe someplace along the line, no credit to, to us personally right. or the organization, but with that said, they're going to be sitting there in the stands and at some place thinking, there were some people that really came mm-hmm. to serve us. Yes. Now, why did they do that? And the, the stories and the testimonies right. and maybe a scripture verse that was shared is going to stir some, some young person, some family and motivate them to perhaps go out and serve themselves or the next time we come to Buffalo and, right. and do this event or hopefully, ultimately, they, they have seen Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. So, you know, we, we had a testimony night this week and we always invite the families that we're serving to come back at dinner. We eat with them, they participate with worship and devotion and then we interview them and we actually hear their stories. Just share about what what we're going through your mind hearing some of the stories this week from the families. You know, I, I think about uh, the lady Miss Jones. Uh, I think she was born in Jamaica, and and w- you know she wanted. You know, we always tell them, tell us what you need. Give us five things. Doesn't mean that we can do all five. We might only do one, mm-hmm. but we're gonna do something for you. We're gonna help you out. But these volunteers, and I think Courtney Watson led this project. They clean out the entire backyard of probably a dumpster full of debris. Mm-hmm. Our, our John Tidwell took the tree team out and trimmed the tree mm-hmm. back. You know, and, and and we were trying to find ways to help her. She came and it was like she gave a sermon. She was so passionate. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a negative way. No, no. But I, good. You know, I could just gave her the mic, sat down, and I felt <laughs> like I went to church because she yeah. was just sharing her heartbeat. She didn't get a brand new roof. She didn't get her house painted. She didn't get new plumbing. But she was around 20 people who loved Jesus and he hung mm-hmm. around all day. And she said that was like the best thing about it. She said, I love the work you did for me, but I made new friends today. Mm-hmm. It's about people. That's kind of what we've seen in the last eight days is sure. people need people. So if you're listening and you missed it, you, you weren't able to come to Eight okay. Days to Hope Buffalo this year, don't let that stop you. Let this encourage yeah. you. Let what happened in the Maston District this year 
um, feel you even if you go just to your next door neighbor one over yeah. and if you feel like you still want to wear a mask or you don't want to get close to someone that's okay too just knock on the door and say hey if you need anything I'm right there I love that line people need people and I think that's what we saw this week you know mm-hmm. this this year already Mike eight days of hope we've gone to Kentucky and how about flooding victims we've been in Alabama serving families who got hit by a, a terrible tornado early in the year uh, just outside of Birmingham we've been to Texas multiple times helping out okay. with a safe house uh, with Elijah rising and when all those pipes broke we, we were in Texas um, it, I feel like our second home these days is Louisiana mm-hmm. with all the flooding and sure. tornadoes I mean we were there and we were in Mississippi doing some one-off tornado I mean we've been all over the country we, we're going to Iowa next month so no matter where you live you live in Pennsylvania we got a place for you to serve with eight days of hope okay you hang out Come in Ohio on. man we love the Buckeye State come on and serve with us as well sure. um, if you live down in Mississippi uh, where our home base our national headquarters is at uh, we have God has just blessed us with such a strong group of volunteers from all of these states and Absolutely. Mike I don't know about you sometimes doing ministry is tough mm. I'm, to, I'm to be candid sometimes <laughs> you know you don't get a lot of sleep you're getting worn sure. down you feel like a sandpaper is kind of you know sanding all of your rough edges so I'm being refined I believe mm-hmm. and I'm trying to absorb what's going on today though you know you were leading worship and the sun was coming up and I was mm. sitting there and because of my voice I didn't sing I was lip syncing I really was but in my heart I was worshiping sure. God yeah. and it was one of those moments mm. mm-hmm. Come on. I'm just so thankful. Mm-hmm. Sure, come on. That through the ups and downs of of life, mm. that God gives us an opportunity to come together to be a light. Yep. In That's such it. a dark world, man, we're imperfect. The three of us, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. We have, we you know, there's some things we do really well, and there's probably some things that maybe maybe we're a rock in someone else's shoe. Who knows? Probably. Mm-hmm. But our common denominator is Jesus. That's it. And that's what Eight Days of Hope is all about. Well, you know, Steve, and to, to hitchhike on that, um, when the things get really tough, we see the Manhattan Projects. Mm. We see the volunteers. Mm-hmm. We see what's being done. And, and don't you know, isn't that the, the ploy of the enemy, if you want to say it that way, that tries to distract us and get our mind off on maybe one or two small Mm -hmm. negative things. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say small. Yeah, they might seem big at the moment. They're small in the big picture of what Jesus is doing because the big picture, people all across the country and now for this eight days, it's happening in Buffalo. People are, are, are not only their homes being repaired, Mm -hmm. their lives are being repaired. Their relationships are being repaired. They're they're being renewed in their strength and their faith that there's hope in this world Mm -hmm. and that hope comes through uh, Jesus Christ being shown through 31 states being represented again 1300 volunteers and you know 60 churches coming together saying we're going to serve our community that's what we focus in on when we <laughs> see what god's doing and um, god is moving i mean he is. i get it I, I i do we this has been a tough 16 18 months in this country in the world i mean there's a pandemic um you know people are getting covid you know today across the world and yet God has called the church to shine even during the most difficult times, Chandler. And, and it hasn't been easy, and we've had to adjust. But, but talk a little bit, Chandler, about our Love and Serve Lawn Care Landscaping Organization. <laughs> yes. What was the final name they ended up on? Love and Serve Lawn Care. Oh my gosh. Oh, I like that. <laughs> love we love it. That's one of the, the best opportunities um, that we've had to get to see as many families 
as possible. So what Love and Serve Lawn Care is, is we have different um, categories. So we've got roofing, painting, exterior paint, scraping, carpentry, actual um, yard work that people requested for. Mm-hmm. But we needed to, to use more volunteers, to get more volunteers out. Okay. So what you do is you take a street and you have a group of 20, 30 volunteers with a leader, and you just go door to door to door to door to door. <laughs> and that. you That's mow awesome. their lawn, you trim that. their bushes, you that. weed, you pull the weeds, sure. whatever that they need. And the beautiful thing about that is you're all outside. Mm-hmm. We're talking about yeah. that. And the home, the family member doesn't even have to come outside. Most do because they just want to see what's going on. But they can stay behind their door, talk to them, and, and ask if they can you know, take care of their yard. And sure. I cannot tell you the testimonies that have come out of that yes. this week. Yes. Of a simple just mowing your yard. Absolutely. I mean, we think about that as, well, that's just something you have to do. Sometimes people don't have time or the money to have a lawnmower yes. or the fuel right. or a car to go get fuel. That's right. Just the simple act of caring in a simple way to make a yard look beautiful, it matters. We have had the opportunity, Mike, these last eight days to pray with, and I'm not exaggerating, um, I would say well over 100 people, 100 families in, in Western New York, as we've been serving during eight days Hope Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, s- some of the, the, the teams that have served on this Love and Serve uh, landscaping, sure. lawn care company, uh, okay, Love and Serve Lawn Care, I get it. Um, <laughs> they come back, they're exhausted because they've been yeah. working, in, you know, on their hands and knees all day long. But they've got a bounce in their step because they they some people who are followers of Jesus very seldom get the opportunity for whatever reason to pray with people. Well, sure. And here they're praying with like eight, ten, twelve, fifteen people in one day. Mm. Think about that. You're listening today. When's the last time you prayed with somebody? Mm. Seriously. Mm. Once you know, there has been a couple days here other than group settings. I didn't pray with anyone outside those group settings. Now, there were a couple days by 5.45 in the morning, I'd already prayed with multiple people. Sure. So don't wait for something that's not going right, or don't wait for the bump in the road for you to say, oh, I need to cry out to God. Mm-hmm. Look for the opportunity. Yes. Look don't hesitate. It. Right. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get up in the morning sometimes as well as you do, and I think all of our volunteers are challenged to say, Lord, what is that? What is that person, that divine appointment, whatever you want to call it, that moment in time that you want me to connect with somebody, that you want me to pray? Mm -hmm. And just pray that prayer. God, you open the door, I'll be there. And uh, believe me, that that door will be there and will open up. I mean, I get a chance to, during the day, to go out the same as you do, Steve, and visit homeowners. Uh, But I, I have to tell you, on this trip here, I've prayed with more volunteers than homeowners because you know oh. i mean some home homeowners but i think of this brianna she's from texas i think you met her steve yes. now here's yes. a young lady i got talking to her and she by just an invite over one of our shows you said uh, i invite you all to come to buffalo now she took that as a personal invitation <laughs> she's from texas <laughs> I love odessa it. texas Woo. she says god's inviting me personally i'm going to buffalo and mm-hmm. i said well who'd you come here with nobody I just got on the plane. I know I needed to get here. I was nervous. I was, and here she is with a bunch of loving, caring people on a job. I saw her clipping bushes, and I uh, had an opportunity to thank her 
for her boldness, but then pray for her, Amen. you know, peace. So it was and, great. And I was thinking maybe falsely because this wasn't a natural disaster that everyone was talking about in the world. Sometimes I forget that there's 200 markets hearing this radio show today. And, and I, I met a father and son from Florida. I said, well, how'd you hear about ADZO? Hope? He goes, well, man, I listen to you and Mike every week. <laughs> and I'm like, Mike, somebody listens. Oh That's my scary. gosh. <laughs> and then multiple people. So thank you for listening today. This is Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of a ministry called Eight Days of Hope. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. I don't know about you, but when I met Jesus, Mike, mm. when I met Jesus, I'll not, I mean, I'll to the day I die, I'll remember exactly where I was kneeling, what was going on in my world. Mm-hmm. And the day I met, I mean, he changed my life forever, mm. forever. Yes. And, and just to be given an opportunity to um, minister during a very unique time in our country, it's been an amazing eight days, but I don't take for granted. So if you're driving down the road today, and you might like, you know, I don't even go to church. You know, you wouldn't want me to come up and serve with you. Wrong. Come hang out with us, man. I tell you, we love Absolutely. making new friends. It's interesting this week, Chandlers. We've had contractors. We've had roofing companies and, and window companies and painting contractors locally say, we see what you're doing. We want to be a part of that. Now, that normally doesn't happen with our natural disasters. No. But it happened on this trip. Mm-hmm. That was that kind of caught us off guard a little bit. Yes, it did. Um, we have, I think, over ten professional companies that are donating their time to serve for free. I mean, they're getting, they're taking their employees and they're getting on roofs and they're painting and they're installing windows and gutters. Iger Gutter served yeah. with us yesterday, right. and um, you know, the joy that that gives us. I think more than probably them to know, wow, you want to be a part of this? You want to be a part of a faith-based organization that is loving and serving people in need, and you care about that mission? You care about what God's, the vision Mm -hmm. God's given us? I feel like that's just further confirmation that we are exactly where we need to be. Mike, there's a good feeling. There's a feeling, and I I think most people do it for the right reasons. I mean, I I, I get there's probably a couple that don't, but there's something good that happens inside your soul, even if you're not a Christian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you find a way to help somebody. Well, sure. And, and think about it. A business who's been successful and has a name in the community, and a day or two a year, they get a chance to get their employees and staff and get back. You know, where we record this the show, WDCX. They um, and, and, and again, we were heard around the country on American Family Radio, but we record the show in upstate New York. They allowed their entire team, their entire staff, sure. a chance to come serve one day with us. They didn't tell me you had to go. Right. But it was so much fun to see mm-hmm. Solomon and Neil and Zach and I'm not going to go on and on, all the great people here. And, and it was fun watching them work together because they never do that. They yeah. don't get no. They don't get the chance to do that mm-hmm. well, opportunity. And, and I heard them on the radio the next day. They were so thrilled <laughs> to be able to. Let, we got out of the studio and there's yeah. actually people because you know on radio mm-hmm. you, we can see the three of us here in the studio. But you know, folks are out there and they listening and appreciate it. But they were so excited. They kept on talking the next day. I was out and I saw this person and we just we hung out and it, it, there is something something very very special about getting out and serving and you know with other people. It's great. Chandler, you've, you've been doing this for a while now with Eight Days of Hope. You've met people who you know are serving with us and, and they don't go to church. They're not a mm-hmm. follower of Jesus. 
what goes through your mind when someone like that we plug in with somebody and, and are you looking to get them with the right group hoping that maybe you know there you know there's a connection or what goes through your mind because 43,000 volunteers have served with us now mm-hmm. roughly a little bit less than mm-hmm. that um, they're not out Christ followers no. what goes right. through your mind I think you know we know as people that we cannot save mm. but we have the gift of sharing you know we, we've learned this week of of that we are to speak that faith comes through hearing and hearing by the word of god and um so we know that that's not our responsibility but mm. god i was going to say this and this kind of goes with your question when mike was talking just a minute ago that god has blessed eight days hope to be an opportunity for people to serve an opportunity for people to come and most importantly an opportunity for the for them to hear the gospel mm. you know if we were just focusing on all the roofs all the painting all the lawn care we've missed it that's an opportunity right. for them to serve as a group as you mentioned wdcx and we're mm. so happy they were able to come and mission mission groups and youth groups and people that just come on their own but if we don't give them an opportunity to hear the gospel the lost volunteer we have done a huge disservice to them mm-hmm. and i think when i see people that I know that aren't aren't believers the first thing i do is i pray we start every morning in prayer and throughout the day we're praying thousands of times yeah. we just mm. you know i, I, I stopped in front of the hallway the other day and i was just like lord I love that. please yes. we need this right now <laughs> so when you see that i mean a god sent them to you mm. don't hesitate Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate to share the love of Christ with someone. Have courage. Have boldness. It's, it's in our own flesh that we get timid and, and shy and scared. I, I don't want to lose that point. I'm going to yeah. ask you a question, Mike. Remind me in a second if I forget because I'm a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk about the word conduit in a minute. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the other night, though, a lady uh, that we were serving, I said, well, what, what do these volunteers do with you? for you today she said well we started out and we prayed and then we prayed again and then they did a little work and then we prayed again and we finished the day in mm-hmm. prayer and i i hope that was recorded pray, pray, somewhere pray, pray. it was great yeah. it was great i mean it was i think it was thursday night our testimony night uh, mike that was the one night that you had another thing that yeah. had to take you away for an hour yeah, yeah. but she just went on and on that as much as the work you did for me today your mm-hmm. prayer Getting to pray with you is so special. So um, tying into that, we're a conduit in essence, Mike. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's what Chandler was alluding to. We're a conduit. We're a safe organization that you can plug into and know that, oh, we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I promise you. Mm -hmm. But we're a place that you can plug in very quickly and use your gifts that God's given you. Well, it's so natural. You can go back to to the pray. And and again, as I'm visiting homeowners, there were several times where, I mean, I like to get on the grounds, hello, how you doing? And I'm looking for an opportunity to pray. There were several times that I pulled up and they were already doing it. They were all in a circle. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing about it, Steve and and Chandler, was that the folks across the street that weren't having their houses worked on, they were watching. Yes. And I thought to myself, you know, uh, wow, they're seeing something. There was just a, a vibe in the air of, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord's walking up and down the street. They're holding hands. They're praying. So, you know, just the principle that we've set forward that we're praying is spilled out into the right. volunteers, spilled right. out into the, in, into the neighborhoods. It's it. so I, awesome. I love it. Hey, we do have to take another break. Um, thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns, and we are just sharing some stories from the mission field that was happening this week as we enter day number eight of 80. 
Keys of Hope Buffalo 2021. Next month, we're going to be in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, helping out families on the year long year anniversary of the DeRoach Show. And if you were like me a year ago, I had no idea what that word meant. It's an inland hurricane. It toppled 35,000 trees in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And we actually have a Midwest satellite in Iowa, in Cedar Rapids. If you want more information about that, go to the website 8daysofhope.com. When we come back, we're going to wrap up, a, 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 again, try to find another God-sized story we can share with you from the mission field uh, right here from Western New York. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. 8 Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? 8 Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Maybe midnight or midday, never early. He gon' stand by what he claimed Lived enough life to say I heard your heart, I see your pain Out in the dark, out in the rain Feel so alone, feel so afraid I heard you pray in Jesus' name It may be midnight or midday It's never early
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Yes, there is a frog in my throat today. Mike, that's what happens when you talk as much as I have the last eight days. I'm Steve Tiber, uh, even though I don't sound like Steve Tiber, but don't be impressed either way. Hanging out with Mike Fiel and Chandler Gurley. Mike is one of the leaders of Eight Days of Hope and uh, Chandler Gurley, Director of Operations. We are recording today from upstate New York for uh, those who live locally. But if you're listening today in Georgia or Tennessee, we're sharing about an outreach that just is concluding today. And one of the things we did this week, Chandler, as we look back at the week, one of the stories I'll, I'll always remember from this event was the gentleman who has not been out of his house in how long? I think it's 18 months. That's the oh, that's the number I was going to share. Mm-hmm. So a gentleman, now most people think, well, yeah, COVID, he didn't want to leave. But there's more to the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this gentleman's in a wheelchair. And so there's no way for him to get out of his home without someone physically helping him down. Um, and with COVID, he probably hasn't wanted to leave his house. And so our volunteers this week built a wheelchair ramp oh, for him. Yeah. I think the most amazing part and and throughout his story that he gave and in our time with him he shared many many things but this statement that he made i will never forget he said i've never been to prison but now i know what it means to be set free oh wow i that was so powerful to hear him say that he's never been in bondage but he you know legally has never been in bondage never been locked behind bars Mm -hmm. but he felt that way. Yes. You know, he his uh, his disability made him stay in, you know, his home. A mm. pandemic made him stand in, you know, stay in his home. And then all these volunteers from all over the country come and build him a wheelchair ramp so he can be set free. So, folks, think about that. As Steve mentioned, in the many different states, over you know, two hundred outlets that this is heard on. Let God stir within your heart. Mm-hmm. Go to the go to the website, Eight Days of Hope, and get your name in the system, and at least get the information, right. and let it kind of come to you and let it marinate in your spirit. Because the, a complete fulfilling of one's person yeah. uh, will, will only be f- fulfilled by doing something like this. I mean, when you're standing on the grounds and helping a guy that said, I've never been in prison, but I've been in prison, really mm-hmm. is what he was saying, mm-hmm. and now I'm set free, and you're a part mm-hmm. of that. You know, there's mm-hmm. something that's going to resonate in your soul that will just be It'll fulfilling. It'll change you. It'll, it's life changing. <clears throat> Excuse me, life changing. Talk about a week of voice yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is life changing. People always think it's about the people that you're serving, but it's also about the process of serving them and what happens to the volunteers. If, I, if I'm serving on that site, I will never forget that. Right. Mm-hmm. I would never forget that. That's right. If, if a gentleman looks me in the eyes and said, I feel like I've been in prison, I haven't been outdoors. Think about that. I haven't been outside my house in 18 months. Mm. And because of the ramp that these volunteers just built for free, mm. gives me the freedom that mm-hmm. I've long desired. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Now, we didn't hear it firsthand, but even hearing it now mm. as we retell the story, um, I mean, it gives me goosebumps. Right. I mean, we don't do this for goosebumps, I, you know, I promise you. But We the, don't? The, <laughs> no, <laughs> the point is the impact. Mm-hmm. 
You know, remember a couple of years ago, we built a wheelchair ramp for a young lady and we were serving another lady in town. Yes. We were putting a roof on her house and her mom had passed away and said, you know, I have a brand new wheelchair and I'm praying yes. that God would open a door that I, I could somehow find a way to give this to someone. And we we're like, wait a minute, we're doing a project four blocks from here. And we allowed this lady who we were fixing her roof to bring the wheelchair to connect with someone she had never met who needed a wheelchair. <laughs> and this wasn't like, please don't hit the wrong way. This wasn't a $150 wheelchair. This thing was top of the line. Yes. Sure. And I love how God connects the dots. Mm-hmm. And she just gave it. She just heard about it and gave it free, 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 just to help that person. <laughs> yeah. Something happens when you serve. You know, I think why people um, want to keep coming back and, and new people that are coming in that have never served with us before, when you put someone else's needs above yourself, it's not there's nothing like it it's addicting in a in in an amazing way sure it's you never want to stop you never want to stop putting other people before yourself once you've done it and volunteers that are skilled less skilled have no skill just want to show up it's the story's the same each skill level is the same no skill or you're a professional contractor when you put someone else's needs above yourself that's the point you know, Mike, this morning we had 35 middle schoolers show up mm-hmm. and they want to serve together. And as leaders, you know, that's hard to do logistically of getting them on one site. And I often think when I see someone in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, um, I'm, I'm often curious about what's going to go through their mind for the next eight hours. They're going to be mm-hmm. fed a sandwich that someone made a donation for. Uh, and if you want to do that, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com, so into the ministry of 8 Days of Hope. But they're going to use a rake they're going to rake someone's lawn, they're going to meet somebody, they might for the first time in their life get to pray with somebody other than somebody in their own family. Mm. And I just wonder what starts going through their mind. You know, as a young, you know, I didn't do that till I knew Jesus and that was, you know, 33 years of age. Mm-hmm. But what happens to the nine-year-old or the eight-year-old or the 14-year-old that gets the opportunity for the first time to serve somebody mm-hmm. and pray with them? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to bring it home because I don't want to take take this like this is my family my show but I, I that, that hits home steve what you just said for the very first time my three grandchildren from 16 down to 12 came out to serve oh. now they could only do a day because of sure. previous stuff like that but the two, two of them said can i come back for the devotions and oh. and the worship and then i said well well i i knew why i said well, she he she said, I want to hear some of the testimonies because, you know, they were raking and they were spending a day. And she said, I could just tell it was doing something in somebody's heart. Wow. <laughs> they didn't know what. But I'm thinking, now here's a 16, 14, and a 12-year-old that are seeing something um, that, I don't know if I'm off, off target here. No, 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 I, just, no. You're right on. You know, it's been eight days here. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 but, no, no. But just it's doing a work in their hearts even if it's one day that you can I saw out. them I saw them at worship you know I was I was doing you know the, the opening or emceeing or whatever I was doing that with the microphone and I saw them up there to the right sitting with Doris sure and I thought oh cool good for them they came back not even knowing this story yeah well I mean they they wanted to serve more but just there was other things that you know some of the things that they're involved with it overlap but for them to say I want to come back for the worship the word and I want to hear some of the testimonies so they kept on saying Grampy aren't they coming back to talk about what we did (laughs) don't we limit God you know as people we think that he has to I don't know that when I'm hearing that story Mike I'm just like 
these are children and you asked about children and and we have all ages that come and serve with eight days of hope but don't we limit god to think he can only do certain things and then he does something (laughs) else it's just like that's right Mm-hmm. You know, it's uniting. Yeah. It's one body. It's one spirit, and spirit knows spirit. And those of you that are lost that don't know Jesus, like come, come, mm-hmm. because sure. we will love you. We will serve right beside you. We will not force anything on yeah. you. But it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It is fun. Yes. It is fun. You know, last night was our last big night of dinner, and you know, we we brought cornhole out and we played volleyball and we had an ice cream mm-hmm. truck show up and give away ice cream and. Uh, you know, we had the music a little bit louder than it had been all week mm-hmm. and worshiping God. And it was just a fun way. You really become part of a national family. Mm-hmm. Mm. You do. It is amazing to me, the people that I have met from around the country, that when I see them, I might not see them for 12 months, three months, 18 months, mm-hmm. but you give them a hug and you've got that one common denominator that takes over, yes. uh, takes over, uh, is the sure. reason that we do what we do. And of mm-hmm. course... Um, that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's why I took the night off. Uh, it was only one night I took off because I knew the cornhole was going to be there and I knew you were going to be playing oh, no, and no, you're no. the pro. <laughs> no, I, I'm not the pro, but I, I, I will say that um, I've been practicing just a little bit for this upcoming you know, <laughs> tournament that we had the other day. But you know how it is. You can't, uh, there's, some, there's some buddies of yours, you just can't let them beat you. Oh, you just I know. can't let them I beat know. you, Mike, even if you have to cheat. No, I'm kidding you. I, don't, I, I, didn't, cheat. I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. I love it. Um, hey, we only have two minutes left. Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. If you came to serve here, thank you. If you uh, prayed for us, thank you so, so much. Your prayers worked. Um, nothing is ever easy in the ministry world, but this week, um, when the sun came up, we know that God sits on the throne and yeah. he moved through his people. If you donated, thank you. All the dollars will be spent right here in Buffalo. Uh, we're going to be writing uh, some checks next week, paying for some of these building materials. Building materials have gone up a little bit. Oh, oh my gosh. But um, God's Jehovah Jireh. He mm-hmm. takes care of everything. Hey, if you want to sow in the ministry of 8 Days of Hope, you can do that online at 8daysofhope.com. Um, support us as we serve those in need for uh, who've been rescued from sex trafficking in our safe house ministry. Uh, we're in hurricane season. We only got a minute left, Chandler, but it's about to get mm-hmm. really busy. Yes. So it's very important that you sign up for our email alerts because, you know, when you have that feeling working in natural disaster relief, um, you just know when something's coming, it's you coming. feel like you do. <laughs> yeah. um, and praise the Lord that it hasn't been that much so far. And yeah. so now that we wrapped up Buffalo, maybe... Maybe we have something coming up in the horizon, but that is an incredible opportunity to serve. Amen. Serve people that have lost everything. I find that interesting because Chandler has <laughs> forgotten. We've already been to Kentucky, Texas, yeah. Louisiana, Alabama. Oh, oh, it's been quiet this year, right? Because we haven't gone to 30 of them. But yeah, go yeah. to 8daysopen.com. If you want to send in a donation, you can send a check. This address is on our website and our Facebook page. It's P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi. 38803. Mike, love you, brother. Chandler, love you thanks too. for joining us in the house. Yes. Chandler's in the house. house yeah. with, with two guys with frogs in their throats. That's <laughs> We'll sound a little bit better next week. Yeah, hey, Father, we thank you for those who are serving today mm-hmm. in Buffalo as we wrap up this outreach. Lord, thank you for the 60-plus churches and businesses yes. and those who have come alongside yes. this ministry. Thank you for KeyBank, our lead partner, who really helped us to take a step forward and make a quick decision mm-hmm. during very tough times. Father, we pray that we've been a light to the lost. Yes, we've been Lord. a light in a dark world, Lord, that we've thank been you, a, a glimpse, a reflection of your son, Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm. Amen. 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 Amen.
Thank you for joining us today. A little bit of a unique three. I, I like three of us. Good. I like it too. To do it again. Maybe I need to follow up every every week. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, that that would be great on the bottom line, Chandler. No, <laughs> well, Chandler, you know, you, you just got to find a young man and marry him and have a plane, oh. and, and and he could fly it's all very of us around. Specific yes. prayer request. Yes. So if you're a pilot, no. Oh. Okay. okay, for next week. All we'll, uh, right. All right. No. Um, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for joining us today. You've been listening to Hope Reigns, and we are here every Saturday at this time at on this channel uh, share our podcast uh, online at 8daysofhope.com but you've been listening to Hope Reigns it's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.